at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250. That's a lot of doctors. More doctors, more services, treating more conditions. And keeping more families healthy. World-class medicine, right here, close to home at Thibodeau Regional. Water stains on the shower glass. Try rubbing some shaving cream on. Tyler's cleaning crew knows every housekeeping trick in the book. Handling timesheets now. But they need a proper bookkeeper to keep finances tidy. New equipment is a business expense, right? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Dell's President's Day event has arrived, and we're honoring you. For the artists and gaming fans out there, it's time to get more into what you're passionate about. For a limited time, save up to 250 bucks on select Alienware and XPS computers powered by Intel Core processors. But the deal doesn't stop there. Take advantage of our special pricing on monitors, docks, mice, and other accessories. These offers won't last, so start your upgrade today by visiting dell.com slash President's Day or by calling 800 by Dell. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. You've seen the last of Baker Mayfield in the Cleveland Browns uniform. They've got to figure out with that $19 million fifth-year option, somebody else may take it on and look at it as an opportunity to pick up some draft picks along with that in a trade. But I think you've seen the future go bye-bye. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hola, amigos. It is our number three of the Sports Hangover. You hear the music inside of 54 minutes before Tulane SMU women play, which is why I'm here. i got to call the game at three, so I'm doing a game. Uh, Daniel Salerson's doing it on TV here as well. Corey Glory spoke to him at 1.15. Tulane Houston men coming up at 7 o'clock. So that's a pretty big game. Here on Ferret Street, we spoke with Larry Holder as well. Asked him some Saints questions, some Saints topics, and his thoughts on Armstead and Marcus Williams. Scott Prather, Sean Fox from ESPN Lafayette and Sports Talk 97.7 up in Monroe. Their thoughts on what's going on in their baseball games that they're going to be covering here as well. As Sean's doing his afternoon show from, as he said, the concourse area over there, Louisiana Tech, their host LSU. They're super excited. 1997, the last time LSU was up at Louisiana Tech to play baseball. And he said on the secondary market, about 160 bucks. That's what the tickets are going for on the secondary market. Tulane at Nichols, 6 p.m. on the diamond. Nichols 1 and 2, wave 3 and 0. Oh. We'll speak with Nichols head coach Mike Silva tomorrow at 1.15. UL and SLU played last night, 10 innings, 6 to 5, Cajuns over the Lions. Got a big set of college basketball games here. We mentioned Tulane Houston. The Cougars ranked 14th. 1999, the last time Tulane beat a top 25 team. LSU is at number 6 Kentucky tonight. 7.5 point underdogs to the Wildcats. Wildcats 11-3 and three in the SEC. 22-5 and five overall. LSU 7-7 seven and seven in SEC play. 19-8 and eight overall. 8 p.m is the tip time for that one. And as you know, it is the midweight point of your work week. Oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day. I know you can hear me. Let's get stupid. Today's more that what the camera Wednesday hump day is. Hey, Shock Tina Digital Underground head coach Sean of the Payton letting you know that you made it to the midway points of your work week. So let's reset some things. Zion, he lives. Kind of joking, kind of not. Posted an Instagram story that mentioned Devontae Graham in it and the game winner at Utah. Words of wisdom. And it is. So more importantly, 
the headlines maybe might the start change. I don't know. But Will Guillory of The Athletic wrote that it is time for Zion to kind of help his own self here as well. Played a very interesting bite from Kendrick Perkins earlier today. We'll hear from Brian Windhorst, his thoughts as well nationally. Look, I think it benefits everybody if everybody gets their act together, and that act is Zion playing on the court with 23 games remaining, as Daniel said. 23 games when they come back Friday at the Suns. Sunday at the Lakers. Chris Paul, six to eight weeks out with a fractured thumb, so he won't be available on Friday. And Anthony Davis is out, I think, what, two to four weeks uh, with an ankle injury, so he won't be playing on Sunday as well. And look, the Lakers are, sheesh, uh, they are all over the national side of things and not in a good way, right? It, just, just yesterday, Brian Windhorse talking about the message LeBron perhaps sent over All-Star Weekend saying, you know, he hadn't closed the door on returning to Cleveland. He ain't closed that door. I understand. This is not LeBron saying, I don't want to be with the Lakers. I don't want to be in Los Angeles. It's him saying, I'm not happy with the way nothing was done at the trade deadline. And I want you to know that this summer, I expect you to make some changes. And absolutely it is true that the bringing in Russell Westbrook was something that LeBron was heavily involved with. Having said that, he's ready to move on from it. And that is a clear message he is sending. And he also didn't like that Rob Palinka came out after the trade deadline and indicated that LeBron was on the same page with not doing anything. I myself have occasionally in my career inadvertently said things that uh, LeBron was trying to imply and been incorrect. And I have been put in the corner by Mr. James and his operation. So I know how Rob feels about this, but it is clear he didn't like that. Ooh, been put in the corner for mis- misrepresenting what LeBron is saying, huh? How about that? All right, well, Wendy was back at it today. So he's probably got clarified. Again, that was yesterday. Today, what is Wendy saying? about the two most important things. Moves the Lakers will make and AD. Let's let's start with good old Anthony Davis, Wendy. Anthony Davis is a top 10 player when he's healthy. You cannot replace that. I would do that the last resort. If they don't do that, if they have another summer of inaction and LeBron gets the, his time to extend in August and he does not extend, game on. But before then, let's do what the Lakers do because you could argue that inaction at the deadline was actually a smart move because it opened up more options for the summer. So I'm going to give the Lakers this summer before I make any judgment and see what they can do. There you go. Um, what about the moves, though, that need to happen for LeBron to be happy? I think what they're going to look to do is they're going to look for, for two or three players who, who are active players to trade for Russell Westbrook. He will be an expiring contract and some team that wants to clear out salary cap space, literally get two or three guys who can just play basketball. And then you look to, to Taylor Horton Tucker and the two first-round picks that you have, 2027 and 2029, and you look to flop all of that around to try to, 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 try to retrofit. <laughs> I mean, that's where the Lakers are. The Pels own the other first-round picks, right? That's where they are. 2027, 2029. We're in 2022. 2027. My kid will be 10. That's scary. He's five years old right now. He'll be what? 12, 13 by the time that 2029 pick means anything. (laughs) You legitimately have to ask yourself something if you're the Lakers. What are you doing? Like, is it, is it that worth it? I mean, what are you doing? I trade AD and LeBron. Trade both of them. Um, anyway, here's what you're going to love. I, I, we were trying to find it. We were trying to find it. Yesterday morning, Keyshawn Johnson, in talking about AD and where he's at, what kind of player he is, he's like, look, he's not a guy that wins a championship. And then he mentioned, 
in LeBron's last championship. He, he had a role. That that ring, that AD one, it's not even his. It's being referred to as LeBron's last championship. Oh, he wanted a legacy. He wanted a legacy. And then Brian Windhorse said this today. If not for the partnership with Rich Paul, the Lakers are still in the wilderness, guys. They were, they were, they were, this organization was out of the playoffs for six straight years until Rich Paul decided to show up and started trying to gear his guy to Los Angeles. Rich Paul pretty much bulldozed Anthony Davis to the Lakers. He, he did everything but fly the plane from New Orleans to Los Angeles. Hmm. If they didn't have Rich Paul and LeBron's support, I don't know if they get Anthony Davis the season that they do, and they won the title the first year with him. Um, without Rich Paul, they don't have a title. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, on that banner, just go ahead and write Rich Paul. He is the reason the Lakers won the championship. <laughs> That had to make you feel good as a Pels fan, huh? That had to make you feel real good. Bulldozed Anthony Davis in the Pels. He did. I mean, again, it, it, it just it happened quickly, and you kind of felt it, and you kind of saw it coming. The influence that Rich Paul had from that perspective. Tough to hear, but, you know, at least... At least there it is. Walter from the Best Bank. Thank you, sir, for giving us a call. What you got for us? I got two questions. First, about Zion. Why we don't make him work out here and tell him to sit with the team? The first thing I would do, I'd trade him to the worst team in basketball, okay? And what's the reason why they can't get him to work here and sit down at the games with the team and everything? Your guess is as good as mine on that. Uh, when I've asked other people about that, the only thing is, well, you know, it depends what makes him comfortable, what the organization's willing to do to help speed up recovery, whether it's here. Look, I'm with you. Look, Walter, it's hard. I, I've said this before, Walter. I need him. I need Griff. Sit in front of me and explain to me, present arguments as to why that's better than being a part of a team that gels together, than being on the bench watching your teammates hit game winners, than being at practice and, and rehabbing here. I, you, you, you're going to have to explain that to me. So I, I am with you on that. I will also say, though, I'm not naive enough to know that he's not alone in other quote-unquote, and I'm using air quotes, star players choosing to go rehab or work out somewhere where the team isn't. Maybe they prefer the environment. Maybe that's where their trainer or person that lives there is at. Um, maybe for them it's not as much as a distraction. They can focus on it for whatever the reason. I will tell you he's not alone in doing that. But like I said, I'm uh, I'm with you. You think we're going to trade him or keep him for the next couple of years? I don't know in the next couple of years. I will say... Um, you can't do it now, and I know that's how you started a conversation, and I hear you. I mean, there's a lot of people that have that frustration. You, you can't, you don't want to do that. You know, you don't want to trade them to the worst team right now because the worst team um, probably don't have anything that you want. It, we already have a hundred draft picks, so that's not anywhere you're going to go. You, and that's why I keep saying, Walter, you need both parties need him to play, right? If you don't want to be here in a year or two, you can trade him for more stuff. If he plays and shows that he's healthy. Because right now, that value isn't going to be anywhere near what that value should be for a player that was taken number one overall. You know? So, right. he the needs to play. The, Go ahead. The same situation. That's the same thing with their wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you a question exactly. about Houston. Let me yeah. ask you a question about Tulane basketball. They're doing so good this year. Houston at home, this is one of the biggest games of the year. And I don't see Tulane advertising anything. Sunday night on on Channel Nine and Channel Ch- Channel Three, they they had the LSU, they had the LSU basketball coach, they had the, they had uh, UNO basketball coach, and they didn't say anything about Tulane basketball or anything. Why are they not promoting this game and doing any kind of promotions, Tulane? Um, they are on their social media pages and, and things of that nature. Um... 
winning winning and getting their attention what will help I, I'll say this I, I watch you know Juan do his, his sports cast and and uh, and Fletcher as well over on six and eight and I I've seen them talk about this game so it's a lot more than than it has been in the past and it will get better the more they win I, I'll, I'll tell you this they win tonight you're going to see a lot more attention, I promise you, because they haven't beaten a top 25 team since 1999, Walter. i got to hit the break, man. Thank you for the phone calls, okay. though. Hopefully okay, I answered nice some talking. of that. I appreciate it, man. Okay, nice Thank talking. you so much. Um, Bye. And, yeah, I, um, like I said, I, I've been seeing it. I mean, I primarily keep it on, on, on Channel 8, so I do, I do see pretty much everything they do there, and they have been. Um, when we come back, Will Guillory is going to move up 15 minutes. He's next. We'll talk about his column on the athletic and mr chris blair can join us now he will come on at 2 30 la tech it's it's cold up there lsu and the bulldogs getting it on here at six o'clock we'll chat with him at the bottom of the hour will gillery next on espn new orleans all i can do Caesar Sportsbook is bringing the profits to the people. And if you're a new user, they'll also throw you a feast. It's true. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app and register with code RADIOEAT. That's one word. And when you raise your $50 or more total, you'll get a $250 Uber Eats gift card. Yep, just raise your $50 total. You can spread it out over multiple bets if you like. And $250 for Uber Eats is all yours. So let the bets begin. Bet college hoops, NBA, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. As always, you can play with boosts, bonuses, and big daily promos to sweeten your wagers. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming amazing benefits, tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Louisiana only must be 21 permit pending in Horseshoe Bosher City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New customers with eligible promo code only. Real money wagers only that have minimum odds of minus 200. $250 gift card redemption code and steps to redeem gift card will be sent via email within 72 hours. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. Your app is ready, Louisiana. Download it. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Home health services in South Lafouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Mr. Will Guillory joins us from The Athletic. Will, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, hope you enjoy the music in the backdrop here. Got 36 minutes before I got to go call a basketball game between Tulane and SMU. But I do enjoy the music in the background. Um, kind of makes me feel like, you know, we're in the game, getting ready to go. And, um, I kind of feel that I, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen with Zion as well, man. You wrote about it earlier today and you said his latest drama has made it clear it's time from the start speaking up for himself and backing up those words with action. Will, over the last two to three days, I would say our callers feel the same. It, it, it's time to just kind of 
be your own person it, it, to, to summarize it. What what did you want to kind of tell us with, with your latest piece here? Yeah, I think the big thing for Z is we, he hasn't spoken up much, obviously, since he's been hurt. Uh, but the big thing we've always heard from him whenever he's been asked about his his feelings on New Orleans, his feelings about the Pelicans organization is that he loves it here. He wants to be a part of this team. He, he wants to be next to Brandon Ingram. He wants to, to push this thing through. But his actions have told us uh, other, you know, uh, with, with him ghosting people from the team, Not obviously not talking to CJ until he kind of got pressured publicly to do so, uh, him not being around the team as much, not being there during the summer workouts in Nashville, all of that stuff stuff. I don't want to be here, but every time he opens up his mouth, he says, I want to be here. And then one thing I pointed to in particular was last year, well, not last year, this year at Media Day, uh, when he kind of made the joke about, hey, I'm glad y'all finally asked me how I feel because he felt like people were talking about him all summer and how he felt he never got to express himself. But I would respond to that by saying, well, nobody's stopping you from speaking up, Zeke. I mean, you know, you're the guy controlling your orbit. If he wanted to stand up and say how he felt about this whole situation, He's free to do that, and but he has, and he's chosen to go a different route, and and now the controversy is going to follow him. So if he wants to take control of his narrative, take control of his career, it's time for him to do that and stop allowing other people to speak up for him, you know, through quote unquote sources. Yeah, well, it almost seems like at some point in time, you know, it's one thing, and I don't mean this disrespectfully for any of us, right? But he can maybe not read your stuff or hear my show or catch you know jake madison's podcast or fletcher's you know twitter rant or whatever but at some point in time you have to imagine will he's watching tnt he's watching espn it's on a tv where he's at it's almost impossible in the last five days to not see players presidents of the players association greats or analysts really question whether or not he wants to be a professional athlete. And I think that's what maybe led yesterday to, oh, he finally did call CJ. Oh, he did post something on an Instagram story that showed a Pelican player. I mean, like, maybe you're you're hoping that it's finally getting to to him, not even his people. Like, I got to imagine the agency, CAA, man, which reps J.J. Redick, I, I almost wonder if they were like, you know what? Maybe it's time to light a fire onto him. I, I wonder how they feel about this because it's not good for business for them. Oh no, indeed, no. I mean, of course they want him to to be, you know, beloved in New Orleans. They don't they don't want him to go out in an ugly fashion that AD did when he left the Pelicans. And I think, you know, unfortunately, it's at the point now. And I wrote this in my story where I think the words are meaningless. I don't think I don't think people want to hear him talking anymore. They want to see him act as if he's a guy that wants to be a part of the team. They want to see him actually be around these guys and actually being a leader and working to push himself back. Because now I think you saw a lot of people when the, the report came out about him talking to CG or him posting the, the, the video on IG, a lot of fans reacted and said, uh, well, okay, yeah, you just did that because you saw people were mad at you. Or you're just kind of reacting man, instead of doing this out of your own free will type of thing. So I think now, unfortunately, the, the way that they handled the situation is at the point where people are just going to be naturally skeptical of anything. He says, I think it's nearing the point where people were with Anthony Davis when he would kind of say, hey, I want to be in New Orleans. This is where I want to be. And everybody would just kind of roll their eyes because you were kind of just waiting for Judgment Day, right? And I think, you know, I think we're still a very long way from uh, Zion being on another team or getting traded. I, I see people talking about trade Zion. I think it's absolutely insane to even consider anything like that. I mean, the guy was putting up historical numbers last year. I think you have to see him actually healthy and on the court before you decide anything about his future with the team, but there's right. no doubt that there's going to be skepticism with anything that's going on with him as long as, you know, there's kind of these mixed messages going on. No, nah, I mean, both parties need to get on the court, man. I mean, if he wants to get whatever kind of endorsements or be great and have a legacy, um, he needs to go out in a different way. Look, we, we played a soundbite, man, from Kendrick Perkins this morning. Again, maybe people are feeling a little more open or opt to um, to tell their side of things or what they know. But to hear Kendrick Perkins today, you know, talk about how he was coaching at the Combine. And at the Combine, Zion was getting delivered two pizzas to his room. Like, that's not just now. So, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, people are now starting to say that. And I think at at some point, you know, 
if a guy like CJ McCollum can't get to you and, and, and others, then that's a you problem, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the one right there. Cause it's like, okay, I'm, I don't think it's as big a deal as some people are making it up to, to him being away from the team or him not being, a, you know, as vocal with the team since he's been injured because that's, that's extremely common. When guys going through a, a long rehab process, they, they tend to leave the team. They tend to kind of feel detached from their teammates. I mean, we see the same thing with Kyra Lewis. If he tore his ACL, we haven't seen him on the bench. Right. Uh, he hasn't been talking to teammates as much. That, that's just natural for guys to go through their rehab process and kind of, you know, duck off into their own little corner. But when you got the president of the Players Association coming to your team and you don't bother to so much to send them a text message, you don't give them a call and, and, and recommend some restaurants. Right. I, I think it's, it, it's just a bad look. Whether he's doing it as a as a means of you know rebelling against the team or it was just a you know I'm just being absent-minded, whatever. It's a bad look, regardless. For a guy who wants to be a leader, a guy who considers himself a franchise player. Well, that's what you're required to do as a franchise player yeah. is to welcome players in, especially guys with the stature of C.J. McCollum, guys with playoff skins on the wall, guys who are respected around the league the way C.J. McCollum is as the president of the Players Association. That's the least you could do is just, you know, reach out an olive branch to the guy. So I think, you know, it, it goes beyond, you know, his feelings about the Pelicans. It's just about, I think J.J. was right on point when he said it's about just being a good teammate. Yeah. Just being a guy that can welcome your teammates and, and you know speak to guys and and answer your phone when somebody calls you. I think that has nothing to do with how he feels about the Pelicans. So, uh, so uh, again, I, I think it's just about him. He just has to mature as a as a professional athlete and as a, as a man and learn how to handle his business and not let you know the noise that has nothing to do with him. You know, kind of dictate his movements and how he, he feels about certain things. He's got to take control. And something I, I've said to multiple people before. I kind of like it to what we saw with Lonzo Ball when he first came into the world, where there was all this noise with, with LeVar, and everybody was saying how LeVar felt. Bingo. And we were all kind of looking and say, well, are we sure Lonzo feels that way? Yeah. And, and then eventually Lonzo got to the point where he said, hey, I got to take control of my career. I got to speak for myself right. and not let my dad talk for me and, and dictate what's going on with my career. And I think Zion has to go through that same transition at some point. Funny you say that. We had a, we had a caller yesterday mentioned that kind of along those lines too that you know there's still and i don't want to say it like that because it sounds even worse but yeah like there's still hope i look i, I think the chapter in new orleans or his future is far from over and, and all it honestly takes is just him you know tightening up the shoelaces dude grabbing his bootstraps you know or whatever tightening the belt however you want to call it and, and just getting serious about himself you know and, and, and just being his own person and if that happens um, I think there's better talent around him. I think that he's got a better coach around him. And I definitely think the fan base is ready to explode. And I, I think whatever feelings they have towards him, it's more about, hey, man, we, we want you to be a part of this, but you got to want to do it yourself, and we'll be right there to support you. I, I really honestly feel that's how the, the fan base feels, you know? Yeah, and that's what's crazy to me is if you look at the Pelican situation, I mean, they're not the best team in the league or anything like that, but this sure. is the type of team you would want to play with if you're a young guy. The chemistry's great. Brandon Ingram's playing the best ball of his career. We all love streaming, not on Herb. Willie Green <laughs> is an incredible upgrade right. over Sam Van Gundy last year. I mean, this is a fun group to be a part of. This is the type of team I think Zion dreamed about playing with when he came to New Orleans. And they're building this thing in the right way. Of course, David Griffin has made a ton of mistakes. Of course, they've got other obstacles to go over if they want to be real championship contenders. But when you're talking about a, just a young group that's fun to play with, they, they fight hard. They compete every single night, and their coach is getting the most out of them. How many right. times have we said that describing this Pelican team? This is the type yeah. of thing you want to be a part of. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of him being healthy enough to be in the building, being around the guys. I think it's going to solve a lot of problems. I think you see a lot of hurt feelings on Twitter from Pelican fans. But once Zion comes out and drops 30 for the first time, I yeah, promise exactly. you uh, <laughs> a lot of those feelings are going to go away. Uh, people won't be all as optimistic about trading him yeah. uh, when they see him come out and drop 30 on, like, 12 shots the way we yeah. saw last year. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's about him taking control of his career, that's getting it. himself healthy, and not allowing others to dictate what's going on with him. I think that's the biggest thing for be moving forward. Mr. Will Guillory, the athletic, go read what he has to write. He posted it up there a couple of hours ago. It's pinned at the top of his Twitter page as well. At Will Guillory is the way to follow. Thank you, sir. And you know what? We didn't even get a chance to talk about Suns and Lakers going into that series here this weekend banged up a little bit let's see what happens before they come home and take on sacramento next week uh safe travels if you go and we will talk soon
I will be there, man. I appreciate you guys. Nice. Love it. Always good stuff to follow. Chris Blair, voice of Yellow Sea Fighting Tigers. He joins us next. I'll ask him really how cold it is. Sean Fox says it's cold. He's freezing. Let's see what's going to be like tonight when the Tigers take on the Bulldogs on the Diamond. You're listening to the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you could turn every Thursday into payday with NBA on TNT on FanDuel Sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you win or lose, FanDuel's giving all customers $10 back every Thursday in site credit. Just bet a $10 or more same-game parlay on any NBA on TNT game. Same-game parlays let you combine the money line, point spread, player props, and more all into one wager. I love that same-game parlays let me bet on my favorite players. For me, that would be guys like James Harden, Trey Young, or Ja Morant. For me with James Harden, I love to bet on his point totals, rebound totals, and assist totals based on the matchup that he's facing. But on FanDuel, there are so many options. You can combine money lines, over-under bets, and point spreads all into one easy-to-win wager. It's a chance to put down just a small wager with a chance to potentially win big. It's the perfect way to turn a small bet into a big-time score. And win or lose, you're guaranteed to get $10 added to your account. FanDuel is so easy to use, it's easy to find your bet. And the live betting feature allows you to study trends in the game and make live in-game adjustments. Get $10 back every Thursday in site credit. Win or lose with TNT Thursdays. If you're new to FanDuel, just sign up with promo code KLRZ to make every moment more this NBA season. That's promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over in President Louisiana. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Maximum bonus of $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. At times, we'll struggle to throw strikes. The 1-1 lifted high in the air to left field. Knots going back, and this one is gone. Three-run home run for Kane Doty. And the Tigers open it up here once again. I really want to know how the voice is feeling. Voice of the LSU Fighting Tigers, Mr. Chris Blair. LSU Tigers voice. Chris, can you call tonight's game at 6 o'clock? 51 runs, sir, over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was an exciting, uh, you know, just to be out at the ballpark, obviously. Uh, to open up the, the Jay Johnson era, which, as you pointed out, was uh, certainly started with a bang from the offensive side. Uh, but the takeaway for me this weekend really was, you know, pretty good pitching. Impressed by Mr. Money on Friday. Um, I thought Ty Floyd looked really good. I, I think Mikel Hilliard's going to be, you know, one of those guys that's, that's really going to fit into the way Coach Johnson and Coach Kelly are going to manage uh, the pitching staff. Um, so even though we were putting up all those runs, which is always fun, always great to see, right. uh, I was kind of paying more attention to the pitching staff because I think – you know, I think to me that's the key to making this team from a very good team to a possible great team in 2022. Chris, you and I have talked in the past, too, about the state of baseball in the state, and every time the Tigers travel or host another team in the state, it's always big for those teams there as well. I was impressed when Jay Johnson came on uh, last Thursday, and, and I asked him about midweek games and how you you know approach it and the importance of Sunday because, Chris, as you know, the – the competition in the SEC, chances are you're probably going to, you, you know, you might split the first two games. So now Sunday almost becomes uh, as as important as the other days. And, and he kind of mentioned, look, every day, every game is important. And he said it's not coaches speak. It's he wants to establish sort of a mindset. I was talking to people earlier today, La Tech, game was sold out before the season, 160 bucks in the secondary market. For them, it's a big game. So maybe that mindset helps if you're LSU. Yeah, without question. I mean, I, I think that Coach Johnson looks at it from a standpoint of, you know, you got a chance to go play today. 
uh, we got a chance to go out there on the diamond. Uh, we're going to be judged by how we play. You guys individually as players are going to be judged, not only for the, the Saturday night game or the Saturday afternoon game, uh, you know, at, at Mississippi State or at Florida or wherever the case may be. Uh, and I think that's kind of the level of play. And when you talk about the game tonight, you know, I'm obviously in Lexington getting ready for the late night tip between Kentucky and LSU in a very important basketball game for the Tigers. Uh, but I think this will be a good measuring stick for LSU going on the road to a place that, you know, there's going to be some LSU fans there because as soon as that game was announced, Tiger fans in North Louisiana were excited to see their, their team play. They don't all get to come down to South Louisiana, especially during the week. But it's going to be a, a bulldog tinge crowd, and it's a very good team, a good veteran team. I mean, a team that basically has everybody back from a year ago. Um, so I think you're going to get a good test there for Coach Johnson. He's going into that game tonight in the same way he would when he opened the game the season against Maine and the same way he's going to do when they open the SEC play. Um, and I like having that standard. And uh, I thought it was important that he told uh, He mentioned that earlier in his press conference leading into this week. Um, and, you know, I, there's, there's going to be some really good midweek games, uh, especially in-state. Uh, and it certainly starts tonight with Louisiana Tech. It's crazy. I almost feel like Baton Rouge is maybe where that cold front's kind of stalled out there. We talked with Sean Fox, who hosts the show on Sports Talk 97.7 up there. He's uh, over by the, the, the Tigers' dugout. He said there's like 40-something degrees over there. It's 82 outside on Ferret Street here in Uptown New Orleans on the campus of Tulane. Is is it cold over there? Is it going to be an issue tonight? Yeah, I think they were more looking at just trying to keep uh, the wet stuff away. But, uh, you know, I mean... Yeah, it's obviously going to be colder and than it is, uh, you know, in that. <laughs> it was certainly colder when I arrived in the Bluegrass State last night. I can assure you that today, going to lunch, uh, it was 31 degrees here in downtown Lexington. So, I mean, that's going to be a factor. I certainly don't think it's going to be as warm and uh, as balmy in February as it is in Baton Rouge. All right, let's get to why you're over there in uh... – the Bluegrass State, sir. Number six, Kentucky, hosting tonight. Seven and a half point favors. They're 22 and five overall, 11 and three in conference play. It, it almost feels, I don't want to say sneaky, but I felt like, you know, Kentucky kind of went under the radar for a bit, right? Wasn't winning the way they were in the Calipari era that we're used to. And, and now I, I look at this match, I'm like, oh, they're back up to number six. What, what kind of basketball team are the Wildcats? Well, they found some of their key role players. Uh, you know, and I think that's where you've seen the improvement from Kentucky, not only from the non-conference, but even from the first meeting against LSU back on January 4th. Uh, you know, they, they've got arguably the best player in college basketball and Oscar Shibway, uh, who's averaging a double-double. Uh, you know, he's a threat with 16 points a game and around 16 rebounds uh, per contest. But they found, you know, Dante Allen is now starting to make some threes. Um, you know, again, we're not sure tonight if Ty Ty Washington or Severe Wheeler are going to play. It's kind of been in the dark. They didn't practice yesterday. There was no update today. But a full and healthy Kentucky team, they found who their stars are that they rely on, Chiefway leading that group. And then they've got some of the ancillary guys that when they're put on the floor, as opposed to, say, November and December and early January, these guys now, they don't have a lot of slippage when they go to the bench. Now, still not a super deep team, and I think one of the keys to the game tonight is for LSU not to get into a three-point shooting contest. That's not the Tigers' strength. They need to get to the paint. They need to go right at Sheboy, see if they can get him in foul trouble, because the bigs certainly drop off when Oscar has to head to the bench. Um, but it's it's a good team. You know, they, they lost to Tennessee last week on the road in Knoxville. Before that, they were just reeling off win after win after win. And, you know, prior to that Tennessee loss, I think you could make an argument that they were playing as good or better than anybody in the SEC and one of the top teams in all of the country. Uh, they're 16-0 and at home this season. Uh, they're typically pretty good inside Rupp Arena, and they have been since the building opened in the mid-'70s. Uh, but to me, as Coach John Brady laughed earlier today, we got them right where we want them. This would be a big <laughs> opportunity for LSU to go in and hand them the first loss and maybe get all of their mojo back. Because this is a Tiger team that, frankly, guys, I thought lost their mojo when Pinson went down late in the game against Tennessee back in early January. And while they played better with him back in the lineup, I still think they're looking for that one spark that just kind of sets them right into the, the, the direction they want to go, get the wind behind them, get that momentum headed into these last four games. And, and tonight there's not going to be a bigger opportunity until they play Arkansas next week 
this right. is the game to start it with. Yeah, it's crazy when you take a look at it, right? With with um, they were able to do it, losing six of seven and then winning three, and they lost at South Carolina. What was the big difference there? It was just a two point defeat. Yeah, I think there was some sloppiness down the stretch. They didn't play the six minute game very well. I mean, the game got tight. They led by fourteen in the first half. They they should have led by that or more at halftime, and they kind of had a lull there at the end of the first stanza. And it's a six point game at the half. You're playing on the road. Uh, there was a good crowd inside the arena there in Columbia. And then it got nip and tuck down the stretch. And then I think there were just some mistakes late in that game, uh, some errant passes. Uh, the technical foul against Eric Gaines was very costly. It went from LSU with a slight lead after the free throws and the possession. They get a bucket. Now all of a sudden South Carolina is ahead. Uh, and then the free throws. Both teams got 22 attempts. South Carolina hit 17. LSU hit 13. There's a four-point swing there in a two-point game. And that's kind of the befuddling thing with this Tiger team. Coach Will Wade and I talked about it on his show uh, Monday night. They were shooting 76% from the line, Gus, in the non-conference. They're shooting 70% now as a team. They're shooting 65% from the free throw line in SEC play. And if you look at Will Wade's teams, especially the last couple of seasons, they've always been there around the 72 73%. And in conference, they're shooting 65%. The line's still 15 feet away from the baseline. The goal is still ten feet tall, so it's kind of a kind of a surprise. And Will said he was actually working with the team psychologist to see if it's a mental thing because it's not a lack of practice. I just came back from the shoot around at Rupp Arena, uh, and before practice ends, they had to make eighty percent of their free throws. So um, the good news is, I was afraid we'd be there a while. But they weren't, so they knocked them down. Hopefully, they'll be able to hit some tonight. <laughs> Nothing like a little challenge, right? <laughs> to kind of get going there, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I. I I mean, from the time you start playing basketball, yeah. the free throws are mental and they're repetition. Uh, and, and, again, that's what's kind of been, you know, it's a struggle for coaching and the staff to figure out what's going wrong. They're still shooting free throws. I see the guys shooting free throws when I go over to the practice arena on the team hall. So that was a big factor in Four more free throws. They can afford four more Chris, appreciate you getting back to me, sir, and giving me a little bit of your time on a game day coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, LSU, Kentucky. You can catch that game, of course, over there on ESPN. Tiger baseball at 6 o'clock. Of course, LSU Sports Radio Network, you can catch all of it as well. Chris, appreciate the time, man. You got it, Gus, anytime. Yep, for sure. At LSU Tiger's Voice, the way to follow him over on Twitter. Quick break. We come back. Final segment. It's the sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Caesar Sportsbook is bringing the profits to the people. And if you're a new user, they'll also throw you a feast. It's true. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app and register with code RADIOEAT. That's one word. And when you wager $50 or more total, you'll get a $250 Uber Eats gift card. Yep, just wager $50 total. You can spread it out over multiple bets if you like. And $250 for Uber Eats is all yours. So let the bets begin. Bet college hoops, NBA, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. As always, you can play with boosts, bonuses, and big daily promos to sweeten your wagers. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming amazing benefits, tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Louisiana only must be 21. Permit pending in Horseshoe Bosher City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New customers with eligible promo code only. Real money wagers only that have minimum odds of minus 200. $250 gift card redemption code and steps to redeem gift card will be sent via email within 72 hours. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. Your app is ready, Louisiana. Download it. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, site-standing seam in over 20 colors. Plus, 26 and 29 gauge AZ. Northeast Brookhaven or call 601-823-6516 online at reedsmetals.com. 
The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. Plenty to get into here tomorrow and on Friday. As one of the things that we've been talking about again today is all of the stuff that needs to happen over there in L.A., what's going on with Zion Williamson and everything here as well. So I'm going to play a couple of sound bites here since the National Anthem is about to be played. want to be respectful. But here is Brian Windhorst on Zion and all the things that maybe needs to be happening here. Ideally, you have a guy integrated, especially when he's a star player. Zion Williamson has been away from the team for seven, eight weeks. Nobody's seen him, has no connection. It's, it's got to be a really hard thing for him. And for him to not be able to play has got to be a really hard thing. There is nothing here that is any good. But the decision has been made, whether it's by Zion or by the people around him, to isolate him. And it's a very unusual decision. Also this morning, Jay Will and Keyshawn talking about, will he get the max extension? That rookie extension, he's gonna, it's gonna be given to him. Uh, there have been rumors speculating that he may not sign that because he may not want to be in New Orleans. But James Harden, Ben Simmons, the fact that it's okay for Zion Williamson to act this way, to not be around the franchise, and he's still gonna be rewarded. He's still gonna be paid a bag. And it just, it sets a, such a weird tone for a young player to have that kind of power within the organization so early in his career, still while trying to learn out how to deal with being a pro. And one of the other things, too, that was discussed on ESPN Radio this morning, Kendrick Perkins throwing out what he saw back over on the uh, combine and the draft back when Zion was about to be a rookie. I hate to say it, but I knew it was going to happen, bro. You said it. I was I was at the draft combine. You said it. Before I was, before I was deciding whether or not I was going to become a coach or – join or become an analyst, I was at the draft combine coaching. And guess what Zion was having delivered to his room? Two old pizzas that he was eating. And I said to myself right then, I said, hey, man, you know what? He already starting off on the wrong foot. And I tried to warn the world, but people didn't want to listen. So you go. Uh, obviously, that is a topic there as well. But, you know, kind of being overshadowed a bit. By that is what's going on in L.A. Lakers will be the Pelicans' opponent coming up on Sunday. They won't have a D, and that has Brian Windhorst talking about what should happen to the Lakers and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, the top ten player when he's healthy, you cannot replace that. I would do that at the last resort. If they don't do that, if they have another summer of inaction and LeBron gets the, his time to extend in August and he does not extend, game on. But before then, let's see what the Lakers do. Because you could argue that inaction at the deadline was actually a smart move because it opened up more options for the summer. So I'm going to give the Lakers this summer before I make any judgment and see what they can do. As to what are some of those moves that the Lakers should make, Ryan Winhorse? I think what they're going to look to do is they're going to look for, for two or three players who, who are active players to trade for Russell Westbrook. He will be an expiring contract and some team that wants to clear out salary cap space, literally get two or three guys who can just play basketball. And then you look to, to Taylor Horton Tucker and the two first-round picks that you have 
2027 and 2029, and you look to flop all of that around to try to, to, to try to retrofit. So there you go. And then he had one final thing to say, obviously. Whatever LeBron says, apparently I'm not supposed to believe or take for its worth. You have to be more cautious of what LeBron does than what LeBron says, because if you go back over the years about statements that, you know, I mean, he famously said he'd never leave Cleveland again, you know, and that changed. So I think what he's doing right now is he's raking the Lakers over the coals a little bit for their inaction at the trade deadline, and he's priming the pump to force them to try to go all in this summer with all their draft picks and all their, all their things they have to trade so that he can, uh, you know, tr- apply maximum pressure. I wouldn't take any grandiose opinions. I didn't believe it when he said he was never leaving Cleveland. I didn't believe it a couple of times when he said, I'm, I'm never going to leave L.A. I mean, I suspect he'll stay in L.A., but, uh, you know, don't ever believe a sweeping proclamation about LeBron's future. Not a guy who's changed teams four times. All right, there you have it. One angry midget. you got about two and a half minutes, sir, before we get off the air. Maybe about a minute and a half. What you got? Hey, man, how are you? It's time for everybody to finally start to cool their jets. We've all had plenty of laughs on Zion's behalf, but now it's at a point where we just need to get him healthy and get him on the floor. Whether he stays in New Orleans or not, we need his value to be where it needs to be. Because as it looks now, it looks like the Lakers are burning to the ground, and those picks are going to be valuable. Yep. But if we can turn something on, it's a for us to be a strong team. We have the leadership now with B.I. and with McCollum. We have a young guy with nerve and everything on him to look good, to move him on. That's all I got, Gus. Wanting remission? I 100% agree with you with that. At the end of the day, it's what I've been saying the last couple of days. It, it benefits both parties to get onto the court and to perform and to play well. For the Pels, you want him on the court. He's going to make you better, and you're getting pieces around him that should make the team better. If you're him, you want endorsements, you want a contract, you want to be seen as one of the best in the league. You have to act and behave a certain way. More importantly, got to play, period. It's that simple. Anyway, tomorrow we'll discuss a little bit more. Got some big games, basketball and baseball on the diamond here as well. We'll recap all of that and more. More than likely to preview a little more on the Tech LSU baseball game. Matt Muscone and after review is up now. He will tell you all about it on ESPN New Orleans. Your home for Pelicans basketball.